Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance to those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one of the tools I use to accomplish my mission. Generally, when the timer hits 9 minutes and 59 seconds on this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin to implement immediately. And if this week's lesson has a ring of familiar, then it's probably a reinforcement of a life change you've already started to implement. This podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For more information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, and life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on this journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. As a part of the work I've been doing to get better at my business and streamline a lot of things, including putting all the Your Better You things as a unit for Your Better You so that they make sense, I've had a chance to evaluate a lot of actions I've been doing over the past five years and going back even further in some sense to when I essentially started the personal development business back in 2005. That's a good bit of time of doing things in bits and pieces. And now that I'm taking the time to finally just do some inventory, it's showing a lot of light of things that I should have seen a long time ago, both naturally and from actually doing general inventory. So there was a time when I actually did a regular review and stopped it for some various reason. Then life got in the way and it never got redone. So now I am doing it on a business level here, and I will start to implement more of those things on a regular basis for personal as things work along. But All this evaluation, all this work, all this digging deep into this part of the business and other parts of business have proven to me that there are strengths and weaknesses to everyone. And I know I've talked about that in the past, but I've had a chance to really see where my strengths have really shined in my business and where my weaknesses have really held me back in getting things done. Now, as I noted, when I went over my review session with another person to get an outside eye on what exactly I was doing, In many cases, it didn't matter what it was that I wasn't good at that I had to do. It had to be done, and I did not have a resource to take care of it. Therefore, I was stuck on the hook getting it done. Couldn't complain about it, but I can also look, and the hindsight could definitely see, where if I had found a different resource or tried to delay that action until I had more time to really focus on it, things might have turned out a whole lot better. The lesson I got out of this and the lesson that I'm trying to take you here is that for you, you need to have a really good inventory of what your actual skills are and along the lines of that, what your actual limitations are. You need to actually sit down and write down what it is you're good at and what it is you're not good at instead of just assuming it that you can figure it out when the time comes or having some sort of anecdotal thing that pops up that when something goes wrong, say, oh, I'm not very good at that. You really need to know what you're good at and what you're not good at and have it documented more or less to have some sort of listing so you have to look at what your giftings are so that when there are times when you're not quite sure if something is something you should be doing, you can look at that sheet of paper or that note on computer or whatever it is you're keeping it and it becomes apparent where things are going. Now, why do I think you need such a basic tool to get down to at some points pretty advanced work? Because the basic tools are always the best tools. This is a very simple and easy lesson to speak. 
It should be a very simple and easy lesson to convey and actually teach. But here's the thing. People believe they're much better at more things than they are. And the things that they're not so good at, they could probably figure it out if really pressed to it. And in actuality, that is not true. You overestimate just how good you are at things and underestimate just how bad you are at things. We all do it all the time. So people who actually have the foresight and the true sight to really see how they interact in the world and what they're good at, what they're not good at, what's proficient and improficient, what they can pass by and what they just can't pass is amazing. If you had known the struggle it was to get my grandmother to give up her keys, even though she had been basically legally blind for about three years, you would understand things like this. People are always overcompensating for things and under expressing what they're not good at. And it's a human nature, if you will, but you are a person who's into personal development and getting real, for less of a better term. So let's speak realness for a minute as I try to sell you on the fact that, yes, you should evaluate what you're good at and what you're bad at and write it down on a sheet of paper that you can get to. Now, this is mostly for you. This is mostly a reminder for those times when you think you actually got something going on, and then you can look at that sheet of paper and realize that you put down that you weren't so good at it, and then that will probably jog your memory to why you logged it at that point in time. Or something that you're struggling with that you're really having a problem getting done, you can take a look at the list of things that you say you're good at and see that you're actually good at that thing and use that to kind of wiggle out of whatever it is, the funk that's getting you down and keeping you from getting it done, and get a little better at it. It seems really, really, really silly to, say, write it down a list and keep it someplace, but it also helps out when you are working with other people and evaluating your ways and their ways as well. They may or may not have their own simple written list of good and bad things, good and bad traits, good and bad skills, but when you have something to compare back and forth with that you have concrete or ink or pencil that you can go back and forth with, it helps out. That's why a lot of companies are really into personality tests, things that give you some sort of sight of how a person will actually handle themselves in situations and how they may interact with others of different ilks and different types of thought. Now, don't put full stock into the personality type as the be-all, end-all of how you work with people uh, because some of those things, the science is a little flaky and sometimes some people aren't exactly as they come down in the textbook. Some people may be a bit of a mix of something and some people may sort of answer the questions the right way and then actually are something totally different. So whether you are a fan of the DISC profile or Myers-Briggs profile or the color profile, those are three very popular things used in business. I'm also a very big fan of the Strength Finders Index, which is a book essentially by Gallup that lets you take a quiz and gives you your five strengths and things that really correspond with what you're looking at. And it doesn't give you anything in response to sort of a personality thing, just the things that you seem to be good at as a skill and it's great as a determinant. As we said, we want you to write down a list of what you're good at and what you're bad at. But the standardized tests that these things are, are mostly a guideline to where you're going. 
in actuality, you have a great idea of how well you are at accomplishing different things in different situations using different skills because you've done it a few times. You know something that you're proficient in that you can get done if you're squeezed to get it done. You know things that you are awesome at that you can do without any effort. You know things that despite how much time and effort you put into it, you're going to mess it up. So take some time and evaluate yourself for the good and the bad. Take some time and write these things down. Yes, take a sheet of paper and draw a line down the center and do good and bad on the side. Do that very simple thing. Or do it on your word processor. Type it on your phone app. doesn't really matter where you do it. But take a little time to evaluate yourself, evaluate the good and the bad, and put it down on paper. You will thank me when you do this, and other people will thank you for taking the time to figure yourself out. And when they have to come to you and figure out a way that they can work with you, you will already have something ready to go to kind of figure out where your strengths lie in the actual combination. And if you two are compatible, awesome. If you're not so compatible, either walk away or find a third person that can fill in the gaps that are still necessary. This may be a very simple, very basic, and very some ways kind of silly activity I'm asking you today, but just do it. It doesn't take that much time, and what you'll find is you'll keep pulling the sheet out and keep adding things along the lines at various times. You'll have epiphanies of things that you're all of a sudden realizing you're pretty good at and things you're not so bad at. But here's the real kicker on this. The real secret to doing this is you're going to find that list of great things be a lot larger than you probably expected. It will be larger than the list of things you're not so good at. That's basically what always happens. But you're going to find out by seeing what's good and what's bad that you are, in reality, pretty darn awesome in the things you can get done. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast, and thank you for listening to what sounds like very silly and simple instructions for the day. They're not as silly as they are, as I'm basically am out there, and they're more maybe as simple as they are, but sometimes it takes something like a simple evaluation to do things, and we very often don't take the time to do the evaluation. As I said, this came about from me doing a very deep dive into about 12 years worth of actual effort and work in the business and how it has gone great in more ways than I expected and how it's not gone so great, but not in quite the ways I thought there would be. And when you compare them back and forth, I've actually done fairly good in my time, moving much slower than I probably should be and obviously not rich and famous, but it's gone okay. And that's the good thing. I learned that I am better at some things than I, I really thought I was, non-braggingly, of course. And there are some things that I really need to find other people to help me out with. From there, I have ways and means to improve all business types, including working on this thing right here, making it actually work more business-like, which was the idea when the concept was created, not just as a throwaway place to dump things that aren't quite working. So we're going to make sure that things here are working much better, working as planned. And if they're working better than planned, we're going to ride that wave as much as possible. In the meantime, we're riding the wave of really good work and getting things done. We have a dedicated email address for this here podcast, which goes along with the other podcast that is attached to yourbetteryou.info. 
You can email us, all of us, for that one at yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. That simple, yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. And it goes well with the actual website that is yourbetteryou.info. How come I didn't think of that much, much earlier? I have no idea, but that's what we have right now. Dedicated email, probably because the fact that this podcast was once essentially its own entity. Now that all the personal development is under that umbrella of Your Better You, we're doing our best to make sure that's there as well. Also doing some extra work on the website, which you'll see, if not very soon, more or less by the time this thing gets produced and put out there. We're doing a bunch of these things, then the evergreen batches, so we can have some things ahead, so we can do more inside detail work and not have to sweat so many of the actual podcast being created and that's a good thing because oddly enough i'm working on some projects which means more outside work on other things including some more personal projects personal podcasts uh that will need more daily interaction as opposed to these not that we don't love doing these but these can be a bit simpler because we can script it out we can work with that and take the feedback and improve on the future ones so the email address yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com Website is, of course, yourbetteryou.info. Click on the podcast link and you can see the two podcasts for both this one, which is the 10 Minute Life Lesson, and Steps to Your Better You, plus other great things, including information on coaching, the streamlined coaching platform, if you will. The coaching form we have in there is working swimmingly and making things a lot easier to get in contact with people. We are talking to people every single week, new people who are looking for info on our coaching. And it is an R thing. I do have actual help with the coaching thing. So uh, try to uh, see if we can be good for you and check it out. We'll do what we can on that end. I'm going to wrap things up on this end at this point because these things are getting a little chatty in the back end. But I'm glad to have the chance to give the lesson in less than 10 minutes and a chance to sort of explain where I am on the back end. And we are getting plenty of great feedback on the way the podcast is continuing and on the slight ticks from where it was 10-minute life coach. I guess this is episode 10, so 21 episodes ago when we killed it. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us for the podcast, sticking with us for the podcast, and sending all suggestions, some a little saltier than others, on what we can do to keep things going. We're going to take in as many of them as we possibly can. We listen, read uh, all of them as they come through, and we implement what we can, where we can, how we can. In the meanwhile, you can do more great things, and I can help you if that's possible. If you need to look for information on how to uh, get some feedback on your life, Accountability Coach is one of the quickest ways to do that. Check it out at the website, yourbetteryou.info, and click on Coaching for that. In the meantime, email us, check us out on the website, be with us on the web, subscribe to this podcast, and maybe even your Steps to Your Better You on whatever podcatcher you're into. If you don't know how to use those, we're updating a page so you, the subscriptions will be nice and easy and easy to see uh, for your mobile device or your desktop. I do a lot of stuff on a desktop. A computer or laptop is already always near me, so that's how I roll, but the mobile is, of course, the way things are going. Thank you so much. We'll do this again next week with another great episode. I'm going to you with a life lesson in less than 10 minutes, and we call that the 10-Minute Life Lesson.